Thomas Kuster, author of Partners for Life, The Seven Stages of Love, The Nature of Relationships, and The Date Night Project presents The Stages of Love, a podcast series. Hey everybody, this is Thomas and today's podcast is all about trust. Blindsided. The telephone rang and I answered. It was Michael, a friend of my boyfriend. Hi, Michael, I said once he announced himself. Bruce isn't here. He's in Bowling Green, Kentucky, visiting his family. I know, he said. I'm not calling for Bruce. I called to talk with you. I said, oh, okay. What's up? See, I'd never been very fond of Michael, and it wasn't any secret. He made it evident that he had a crush on my boyfriend, even though he was actually the one who introduced us. So I always managed to keep a little distance from him and avoided his company. Bruce liked him, though, and they would hang out pretty often. On this call, Michael was trying to come off as my friend. He proceeded to ask me if I knew what Bruce was up to every weekend when visiting back home. Up to, I proclaimed, he's visiting his mom and dad. You need to ask him, he told me. You're very trusting, Thomas, and he's playing you. I thanked him and ended the conversation, not for a moment believing anything was going on with Bruce. We talked every night while he was away, and I was quite comfortable in our relationship. Trust wasn't an issue. In fact, I told Bruce about the call I had with Michael, and he shrugged it off saying, you know how Michael is. He's just jealous, and that is what I believed. Three weeks later, I got a phone call from a girl in Bowling Green, Kentucky. She said, hi, I'm Tracy. Hi, Tracy. I'm Bruce's fiance. We have an engagement party planned next weekend, and I wanted to invite Bruce's friends from Louisville as a surprise. Can you come? I was surprised, all right. Romantic love is a risky business. It's an act of faith. In return for the adventure of being in love, you take the risk of trusting. It's the price you pay for admission. The trust ticket gets you the love ride. Part of the love ride's excitement is that it's full of surprises. The surprises are a mixture of good and not so good and can make some people fearful. If you're one of those fearful people, then you might find trusting difficult. And even though it's difficult, it is possible. Opening and closing. Though trust opens your heart to grow and expand, broken trust can have your heart closed. Closing your heart might feel safer, but it robs you of the full experience of life. An open heart leads to trust and allows for the experience of caring, goodwill, and empathy. This gives rise to other emotions like safety, connectedness, and feeling cared for. These euphoric emotions drive our relationships. Trust, what it is. The word means to be carefree or free from concern. It means to have confidence, to be able to rely on the integrity, fairness, honesty, and friendship of another person. As you look into trust in relationships, you want to be able to know what you can count on from your partner. 
the pathway to trust. Many couples tell me how they need to rebuild or restore trust in their relationships. Well, trust can't be restored in and of itself. It's the end game. Trust is the response. It's the outcome. So then, what is the pathway then to trust? Think of this. Any pathway has to have something definable and measurable to keep you on that path. That's where to put your attention. When it comes to trust, trustworthiness is what's measurable and definable. To be trustworthy is merely to be worthy of trust. And this is where the plot thickens. There needs to be an understanding for giving and expecting trust. A basis, a foundation that consists of actions and attitudes that express where you are trustworthy and action and attitudes from your partner that demonstrate where they are trustworthy. One only needs to watch the actions of another to determine where they can be trusted. Everyone can be trusted for something, even if it's only trusted not to do or be something. Capability, honesty, and reliability. I found that there are three top elements regarding trustworthiness. If you develop your trustworthiness in the eyes of your partner and they for you, then that is the foundation for winning more trust. There needs to be evidence that says you are trustworthy and the evidence will reveal in what areas that trustworthiness exists. Raising levels of trustworthiness can be one of the richest opportunities of being in love. As an example, my spouse is extremely loyal. I know I can trust him in any area where loyalty is involved. Where I cannot trust him is being on time or with anything that requires a lot of detail. When we had this conversation together, he took on the practice of being on time as a way to increase his trustworthiness. It has been an incredible gift because now, more often than not, I can trust him to be on time. He says that he feels he can trust me in almost all areas, often though I will disappear into my home office leaving him without a clue as to when he might see me again. This is frustrating for him, and it diminishes his trust in me. He wants to know when he can count on my being with him. So now I come in every day at 5 p.m. and cook. I serve dinner at 6, and then we spend the rest of the evening together. That he can count on. This raises our level of intimacy and expands our experience of love. The two of you. Now it's your turn. I organized a list of trust areas under each of the three elements. Capability, honesty, and reliability. I suggest that you and your partner listen to these and go through them together to determine both of your expectations when it comes to trustworthiness. 
This list is not finite, so you can add things to it, and it will cause both of you to have some really worthwhile conversations. So, here are the lists. In what areas are you, he, or she capable? Managing children, setting up travel or parties, events, cooking dinner or grocery shopping, getting schedules worked out, opening up about difficult topics and matters, owning and dealing with mistakes, paying the bills and being on time. Next one. In what areas are you, he, or she honest? And where do you draw the line? What about income taxes? Cheat just a little? Lying about a headache to escape sex or a party or a gathering? Transparent or harboring secrets? Speaking the truth. Like our fibs? Are justifiable lies acceptable? Gossip or complaining about others? What do you hide? Do you cover up mistakes? What about your spending habits? Do you have secret money or bills? Anything secret at all? The next one. In what areas are you, he or she, reliable? Showing up on time or early? Doing what you say? Remembering birthdays, anniversaries, and essential dates. Honoring things that matter. Keeping secrets in confidence. Naturally trusting. Paying the bills. Picking up the kids from school. Treating in-laws and family with respect. If you pay attention to the actions and reactions of yourself and others, you'll see a foundation for trustworthiness. Getting on the same page with your partner and measuring against the same principles will strengthen your bond. When it comes to the capabilities and honesty categories, my spouse is strong. Reliability is an area where he's, he has some room that he can work on, but this is an acceptable compromise for me where I can trust him far outweighs the areas where I cannot. Remember, your conditions of satisfaction. These conditions of satisfaction came from the Why podcast, if you want to listen to that and get that. But basically, there are things that you absolutely require in a relationship. And there are ones that are really at the top. And as long as those top ones are met most of the time, having the others met some of the time is an easy compromise. The truth. Trusting makes the world a more open, inviting, and friendly place. It has no guarantees. But studies show that to be completely happy, we need it. Trust is the one thing that changes everything. I believe in true love. I believe in love being expressed, love being experienced, and love being expanded wherever we are. And that's why the stages of love 
exists. I'd be very interested in hearing from you. Please email me directly at thestagesoflove at gmail.com and feel free to visit my website at www.thestagesoflove.com. Thank you very much for listening. Good day.